everyone, and welcome to the Maroon Weekly Podcast. My name is Carter Beckstein, and I'm here with my co-hosts. I'm Mickey. I'm Greg. And we have a few updates that we'd love to provide you with this week, starting with a recent article related to the university's announcement of the creation of the Public Safety Advisory Council, which is intended to gather community feedback on public safety policies on campus and within the University of Chicago Police Department Extended Patrol Area, which covers a large region in the south side beyond the university's campus borders. The council will work in collaboration with the university's Department of Safety and Security to incorporate community feedback into the university's public safety decisions, as well as help raise awareness about the university's efforts to improve safety around campus. The overall goal, according to the council's website, is to promote bias-free, community-driven policing. The council pledges to meet monthly during the academic year and hold at least one public forum per quarter putting transparency among the forefront of its concerns. It's important to note that while this council can vote by majority to recommend policy changes, and the university is required to respond to those recommendations by writing within 30 days, the university ultimately does not need to follow them. As far as membership goes, there will be 15 voting members and 6 non-voting members. Those voting members will include 11 university affiliates and 4 community members, The non-voting members will be representatives of various university departments, including UCPD, the Office of Civic Engagement, and the Center for the Study of Race, Politics, and Culture. Information on eligibility for joining the Council, which includes faculty, staff, and students, can be found on the Council's website, but all applications must be submitted by May 27th of this year. Community members will not be selected by application, but by nomination through a selection committee in the Office of Civic Engagement. This council is the second university-led body this year to be formed with the intention of evaluating relationships between the university and its neighbors after the university announced in December 2021 that they were creating the Council on UChicago slash Community Relations, Historical, Contemporary, and Future to investigate the relationship between the university and the South Side. Unlike that committee, though, which is scheduled to finish its work by 2025, The Public Safety Advisory Council is intended to be a permanent body, with non-student memberships lasting three years and student memberships lasting one. For more, take a look at the Council's website at psac.uchicago.edu. And let me introduce us to a new Vietnamese coffee shop, Viet 5, which is located downtown on West Madison at West Loop in Chicago. And it is actually the first Viet coffee shop that was introduced to Chicago recently. The coffee shop plays really good Viet pop music, and usually you would spot the shop owner, Tuan Hyun, greeting the customers with a warm smile that makes you temporarily forget about the busy schoolwork or upcoming midterms. The menu includes a range of authentic Vietnamese and fusion options, including Café Suada, which is a Vietnamese iced coffee of which non-dietary options are available, Bami Empanadas, which is a Vietnamese-French fusion, and soft-serve Viet coffee ice cream. The coffee is really organic, as the seeds were grown and collected from Hyun's family farm in Vietnam. The writer of this article reports that even if she thinks the Viet coffee tends to fall on the sweeter side, the Café Suada is not that acidic and not that sweet. It is right at the perfect level. But this coffee shop means more than a mere shop that brings money. According to Hyun, the coffee shop owner, it's all about sharing his history and culture. Immigrating to the U.S. after the incarceration of his father's side of the family, 
Hyun reports that he had experienced a lot of discrimination as the minority within his new neighborhood. He really wanted to respond to that alienation and thus decided on the idea of building a place where people could not only be exposed to Viet culture, but would also foster cross-cultural empathy and understanding. You can already see that in the way in which Hyun interacts with his patrons and his customers, welcoming them inside, chatting with them at their tables, creating relationships and connections, and talking to them about Vietnamese culture. It's also this transcultural quality that is embodied in his food. Besides these, Hyun also wishes to use the space to host community events and create access to many other forms of representations of Viet culture, such as arts. My shop is a representation of one of the many unique Vietnamese stories, Hyun said. I think it will be great if UChicago dorms can arrange for house trips to Viet Five and for UChicago RSOs such as South Asian Student Association and AGD South Asian Student Acapella to potentially take advantage of Viet Five's cultural atmosphere and the good food, of course, to host their RSO events. Perhaps the dining halls can also invite Hyun onto campus and make some good drinks and food in honor of the recent Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Months. I mean, I would love to go and try it out. And for those of you who want to try out VF5, please note that they have recently partnered with Bucket Listers on an exclusive coffee and culture brunch event series that is still going on right now and ends at May 20th. Coffee and culture brunch will include VF5 products, live painting, and performances. I make you do you have a favorite type of, uh, type of coffee? Uh, I generally like espresso, and I have never tried any Vietnamese type of coffee before. I'm interested in the Viet French fusion. Interesting. Just check it out. Hey, what is Viet French? Um, like I think it's just the not too sweet and that l low acidity level coffee that I just mentioned. Interesting. Yeah, I want to try it out. All right. Well, now I am going to come back for a very different article. This one, a recent article in the Chicago Tribune by Christopher Borelli, which highlights our very own scav, which ran for the 35th year this month. The scavenger hunt, which Borelli accurately likened to a campus tradition wrapped inside a multi-generational class reunion, bundled into an elaborate prank requiring the cooperation of hundreds of students, dozens of faculty, family, friends, and government officials, ended with a victory by the perennial scav enthusiasts of the Snell Hitchcock Residence Hall. SCAV is famous for its incredibly challenging list of items, and this year was no exception, including, among other things, finding an official Olympic condom, inventing a beer glass that screams when it reaches room temperature, and building a scale model of a 3200 series CTA trained car with fully functioning doors, an LED sign for stops, and automated announcements. 24 teams, with a total of more than 300 contestants, took part in the contest which was 243 items long, but lasted only four days. For a full look at the event and its history, head over to the Chicago Tribune. You won't regret it. Uh, yeah, I definitely saw a number of SCAB events going on this year. I had some friends in the admissions office who said that one of the items was to dress up in futuristic clothing, enter the admissions office, ask what year it was, and scream, which I'm sure was a brilliant invitation to the students, the prospective students, looking at the University of Chicago. Did any of you else see uh, anything fun from SCAV this year? I was in the basement, the laundry room, in Snow Hitchcock, and I saw a red underwear that is 
pin onto the wall and, pe and people put a sign note saying don't touch it's for a scab i had no idea what's going on <laughs> <laughs> anything else as for XP, they took over our uh, our like our rec room, which is uh, an interesting sight. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Lots of chaos. Looked like fun though. All right, I think we have our last article. Right. So for this week's COVID update, in an email to students last Wednesday, Provost Kai Lee and Executive Vice President Kaylee Callow Wright communicated the university's updated mass guidance. It is now recommended that individuals wear a mask in indoor settings when others are present, and the email also mentioned the elevated COVID-19 metrics on campus and in the city of Chicago, and Chicago's community risk level being changed to medium on May 6th. As for this week's UChicago Forward update, the university recorded 388 new cases and 346 close contacts between May 6th and May 12th, and surveillance testing between May 5th and May 11th yielded 41 positive cases with a 6% positivity rate. Also, between May 6th and May 12th, 34 on-campus students and 122 off-campus students were in isolation. For those of you looking to get tested, note that the Walker Museum testing site will have reduced hours from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on May 27th and will also be closed on May 30th in observance of Memorial Day. Is please do everyone be careful. Um, you know, COVID is still very much alive and well, unfortunately, and it's been the cause of a lot of new cases, including a number of my friends. Please do try to wear your mask indoors and be safe at all times. With that, thank you for listening once again to the Maroon Weekly. Again, I'm Carter. I'm Mickey. And I'm Greg. Thank you all for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time.